Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Luxury Healing, baby. <laughs> Luxury healing means that we mind the business that pays, right? I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have buyer's remorse. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me feel good and, and going places that make me feel good and things that resonate. Living is a luxury, don't you think? When we're talking about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury. So when we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? <laughs> and when you're in an unhealed space and you go to jail, that costs money. You know, when you're in an unhealed space and, and you're doing things, you know, to your kids or you're, you're not paying your child support or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. about it, but it means nothing because I just came back from California last week, and then we have an impending situation coming up, so that is what that is about. So um, today's show, actually, I planned it out last night because I had to go through and edit all 320 uh, shows. I am actually on season three, so it's kind of Wonderful to be able to go back and look at your shows and think like, wow, I started this thing in 2014. Uh, technically on August 4th, I actually deleted that original show, my original show, um, because the fact that I think like something was wrong with the sound. And, and, and when I was trying to get on Apple, they were like, these are the things you need to do and then we'll, you know, we'll get you on there. So I was talking to a friend of mine telling them, like, yo, I have to go back and, like, edit all the descriptions, some of the titles, because they don't want curse words in the titles or in the descriptions. And y'all fucking know I cuss all the goddamn time. So that was kind of different. So to have to sit there and go through it and then actually look at the fact that my first year I did, I believe it was, like, 62 shows. My second season, my second year, um, I did, like, 81 shows and then now I'm on my third season going through and just editing and just tightening everything up up until this point so that was kind of remarkable um I always said that if I ever had time I would go back and start listening to my earlier shows and see how I've evolved because that's what healing really is so the title of today's show 
is about being uh, discreet. And I kind of struggled with doing this show because I don't want y'all to think that I am promoting uh, side chickisms, which y'all know I don't believe in side chick or main chick. I only believe in mistress um, because everything else, y'all are single. Um, I don't believe in uh, – I, I just believe that I was taught like certain things, and it, and it's not the old adage of, you know, what's understood don't need to be explained. No, that's a motherfucking secret, okay? You got to explain some shit to me sometimes, okay? And um, I think that the art of being discreet or dating and just not having people in your business has been long lost. I think that it's ridiculous that um, social media has taken over our relationships, so it used to be back in the day, like I knew. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just keep it G with y'all. I knew broads back in the day that was getting paid healthy to be quiet and to and to go sit their ass down, okay. And um, I knew broads that had condos, like they were dealing with high powered, whether it was attorneys or athletes or whatever, and. They got the most because they said the least. Now, this is, you know, back when it was like flip phones with antennas and you had to call people past 9 p.m. at night. But I knew some real deal, like not so much even mistresses, just women that were kept. Well, I told y'all a long time ago, don't nobody have no money like that no more, okay? Nobody has that kind of money to just be like, hey, you're going to go over here and you're going to be quiet, you know? And not just that, it, it, it goes back to the old adage, people want to be seen. They want to be known. I don't want to be known. If I mess with somebody, I'm already two shakes away from probably being embarrassed by some shit he did. So I actually stopped posting my beloveds on my page probably about three years ago. So you might get like maybe one picture a year just to know that the man exists. And if it is a picture, it's, it's, it's a, you know what I mean? It's a picture of a hand. It's a picture of a hand. It's a picture of, you know, it, it is um, not their full picture at all, and that's for a purpose. Um, and that purpose is that uh, that full purpose is that I don't want to be embarrassed, right? So I'm discreet with the men that I date because I believe that relationships are actually built between two people. They're not built with two people in the world watching, right? So part of that comes from not just because I think that my dude, you know, or whoever I date is out there doing whatever he's doing. I just really don't feel like hearing about it. I really, I don't know you well enough to defend you. I don't care if I've been with you for two, three years. I don't know what you did five years ago. And I was actually watching a clip from like Love and Hip Hop Miami last night or some shit where Amada La Negra, beautiful, beautiful uh, Cuban doll, Cuban girl, um, was getting told by this gentleman's ex how he's raggedy, how he's broke, and how, like, you know, he's going to cut your meat and do all these things for you. And and it's funny because that's the art of being not so much a gigolo, but that's the art of being a raggedy nigga. You know, you better cut my meat. You don't work. <laughs> you better clean my house. You don't fucking work. Like, but I'm not raised to deal with that type of man that just don't want to do nothing. You know, I've, I've survived, I think, two recessions at my age and I've watched men that were engineers that, you know, went to college and worked and did all this these things, you know, have to go work at Walmart. 
and I've never sniffed my nose at no money. My my job actually phased out when I was a mortgage broker um, down in Florida. I made very good money. Just one day we came in and we were closed because we were not following certain business practices per the state, per the federal government. So you're going from making six figures a year to, like, now I'm, you know, working at, like, Ruby Tuesdays. But you do what you must. That's part of being a hustler. So I really can't respect a man that just sits around and does nothing. So in this clip they show the girl telling Amada this, and then I'm, I'm looking at the correspondence online, and they're like, you know, she didn't have to tell her that. No, in that moment, she, that woman didn't need to be discreet because what she's doing is, and she did not, and I will say this because I know it's a lot of, you know, petty hardaways out there, that woman did not come to her on some Barbara and Shirley type shit. She came to her like, listen, I was with him for three years. He never had a job. He did this. He did that. I'm the breadwinner in the family. That dynamic does not work for me in my life at all. Um, I couldn't have a man that sat home and just did nothing. Like maybe if he was with the kids, like if we had some kids, but for the most part, no. I, I can't do that. I, I didn't see my father do that. I didn't see my stepfather do that. I just, it's not going to work out. So part of the discretion that I was talking about is that I was having conversations, especially with like my older male cousins and just men in general. And they are more in the phase of like if they're going to cheat, because y'all know how I feel about that. I don't need to talk about that. If they're going to cheat, they're terrified too right now, and not because of AIDS, which is actually funny, right? So you should be terrified to cheat because of AIDS, hurting your spouse or girlfriend's feelings, things like that. No, they're scared to cheat because they don't want to get found out, right? And so I tell men all the time, you shouldn't cheat if you don't have enough money to drop off or enough dick to drop off. You should just stay in your lane and stay where you at. So because silence, and I teach people this, costs money. So it doesn't matter if it's silence in my job. Like for my job, I got severance pay for like two years to shut the fuck up. Like if, if this comes or if this happens, you know that you, you know what I'm saying, because you're under contract with this job. Not just because that was my friend that ran the company, but just because, you know what I mean, like I'm not going to do that. Some things are none of my fucking business, you know. And so the, the art of being discreet, because everybody wants to be so well-known. You know, people are literally getting murdered in their homes every day because you want to post a picture of this, you know, watch or of your luggage or, you know, you're on this private jet with the numbers showing up. I don't have time for that. You ain't seeing a license plate. You ain't seeing a tail light. You ain't seeing none of that. So my whole issue is that these men are afraid to cheat or afraid to go cheat in peace because it's not going to be peace. I mean, I, I'm the first person to tell you, you know, snapshot everything, this, this, and this, but that's if I feel like I have to defend myself. Like, if I feel like you're starting to lie to me and shit ain't making sense and adding up and your energy is different, yeah, I might start snapshotting shit, especially in business, because now, like, I'm, I'm, I'm in contract negotiation right now with somebody who is showing me a contract that is old. I'm like, that is not our um, contract right now. Like, our contract is something that's completely different. You're not a shareholder. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's like it's important for me to make sure that I snapshot and I keep records, and I'm a cancer, so y'all know I keep everything. I don't throw shit out. I probably got a ticket stub from when I was in the eighth grade. So it's important for me to do those things if I feel like either we are in a, a mistrusting situation or money is exchanging hands or, you know, anything to do with business has to have a contract. So 
when you're in a relationship, part of your contract, like, I don't feel like you should have to tell somebody, like, hey, don't put my picture on the Internet. I started telling dudes that, like, 10 years ago. When I used to be in Atlanta a lot, I used to be like, yo, don't put my picture on there. Like, you know me like that or some shit. Like, don't do that. You know what I mean? Because I don't know who you are. So I don't want to be affiliated with you and then come to find out you molest kids or some shit. So I stopped lending what I call lending my image to people. And I'm not even nobody at this juncture in time. So I'm talking to people that I know that have stepped out in their relationships or in their marriages, and they were saying, like, you know, you can't even tell a girl, you know, good morning in her DMs without her pulling that snapshot from four years ago and being like, you know, yeah, I remember when he was, like, trying to holler. Well, you should have hollered back, bitch. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. You understand what I'm saying? So a lot of women have gotten so used to wanting to expose a man that you understand what I'm saying? Like, you, you miss out. Listen, I, I'm going I'm to spit something to you. I don't want you all to take this the wrong way. There's a lot of men that would have came up off some cash, bought you things, did anything for you if you would have just shut the fuck up, if you wouldn't have filmed the dinners at the Cheesecake Factory, which is really just microwave food, if you wouldn't have been trying to film the inside of the car with the with the double R's and the Rolls Royce seat, if you wouldn't have been trying to, like, take a picture of the inside of this motherfucker's refrigerator. Like, there are a lot of people that would have still fucked with you, whether they were in a relationship or not. I had to tell a young lady some years back, she had had a, a little tryst with um, a very, very famous singer currently to this day, and um, very famous. Like it, like, it, like, it hit, like, all the blogs and all this other stuff. So I'm looking at the shit because I know she's about to call me to fix it because this is what I do. I fix shit. I tell her this is what you need to say. This is what you need to do. But you're not in trouble. Somebody leaked this. And whoever it was was from your camp because how would they have gotten a copy of the text message? And the first thing that I thought to myself is, you know what, this dude probably actually liked her because she was his type. She's very pretty, mm. tatted up, very beautiful. Had that text message and that information that you slept with him, what was it, last night or two days ago, not come out, he probably would have still fucked with you. And he wasn't married. He wasn't. It wasn't nothing like that. Everybody's single. They're young. They're beautiful. But um, you talk too much. You weren't discreet. So the goal is never to, like, like that's what y'all ladies doing right now? Y'all just one and done in these cats now? Like, y'all just, like, out there, like, oh, okay, like, I'm going to just fuck them just so I can tell everybody? No. If you really a true, true grown-ass woman and you about your business and you have proper pussy management, your goal is to get the motherfucker to love you. That's the That's what the goal is. Because if you take the head, the heart will follow. So the goal is never, in my book, just to be like, oh, I'm just here and I just feel like fucking this dude and that's what I want to do. Like, for what? I'm that weak in, in my in my flesh that I can't, like, go sit the fuck down for, you know, some time and wait. So she ends up this whole tablet. I'm talking TMZ like it was bad. And, you know, they're calling her a whore and all this other stuff because of her reputation. And I told her, I said, you fucked up. Whoever leaked this shit from your camp, is the reason why this motherfucker is never going to call you ever again. And we ain't talking about, like, a little bit of rich. We're talking about, like, this motherfucker is, is a legend at this time, and he will be when he leads his earth. Been a legend for the last 10 years. You fucked up because you couldn't be discreet. I know girls that have been in, in relationships with, you know, celebrities or people that have money or whatever for, what, five, ten years? You'll never know. You wouldn't know a thing. And that's why their relationship is solid. 
I don't want no wishy-washy shit. I don't want no shit where I feel like somebody's taking me somewhere. Because I've been through that, where you fuck with somebody and you like, yo, the only reason he bringing me here is because he mad at his bitch. And he, and he, because men do it too. Men are petty too. They're like, oh, you don't want to fuck me. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. I'm going to get with me somebody that that does. Okay, I used to tell people I was a professional girlfriend. I had, you know, a, a friend that used to just fly me out. I never touched him. I used to just fly out. Now that I think about it, he probably was gay, but, I mean, that, that's another thing. But I'm discreet. So I have friends that, that you know, I not grew up with, but I, I came up with, you know, we came up in some money that were gay as hell. You would have never known. And then 10, 15 years later, it starts coming out in the blogs and it starts coming out on television and everybody's calling me like, you said that back in the day. No, I said that with my clique, my group of friends. I never went to the general public and was like, this person, you know, that plays this or does this is gay because, A, it's none of my business, and, B, I don't care. Plus, I work in industries where those types of, of indiscretions can get you fired. You know, can can you imagine? I'm, I'm going to take you all all the way back, too, so you all know Tammy Roman. Y'all know her from, um, what is it, the Housewives of Atlanta or whatever. She's out in Cali right now. I've always loved Tammy ever since she was on The Real World in New York City. Well, a lot of people don't realize that Tammy was like one of the original, like, reality stars. She was the original basketball wife. So that's why when y'all was disrespecting her like that, I was always coming to her defense because I remember when her and Kenny Anderson were married, okay, just traveling in the same circles. This is when I was back and forth to L.A. a lot. And, um, and nobody was talking to my scrawny ass. I didn't have enough. I just had hair and a big-ass head, and I have no titties. I had no butt. I just was built like a, um, a nail file. So, But my friends were, you know, women, you know, fake boobs. I had a lot of white friends. We did a lot of Playboy parties, like shit like that. You know, so I met a lot of people. And um, I'll never forget, allegedly we'll say, they went to Hawaii and um, – one of the, the staff said, oh, it's so good to see you again, Mrs. Anderson, you know, coming right back so soon. And she's like, what do you mean? And they were like, you were just here last week. And she was like, no, the fuck I wasn't. That was the thing that triggered her divorce because people talk too motherfucking much. You know, a simple, hey, how you doing, would have just would have sufficed, you know. So now – I talk to, like I said, men that I know that are in relationships. They may not be married, but they may be in relationships. They're terrified of you young bras because you young bras just talk too much. And probably 90% of you could be having every bill in your house paid if you actually liked the man that you was dealing with and was loyal to him because that's what you wanted to do because that's how you are. Because I hate when people say, well, why would you be loyal to somebody that, that got somebody? Bitch, my loyalty doesn't have nothing to do with what the fuck he got going on. I'm just not a nasty bitch. That's just not what I do, whatever, whatever. If I'm sleeping with somebody, that's the only person that I'm sleeping with. That's it. It's nothing else I could do. And I I got all kind of rules for myself. It's called standards. So if somebody is trying to make me be quiet, oh, no, that's going to cost you. You understand what I'm saying? Y'all be so quick. And I have in my lifetime one motherfucking time, and I regret it to the day I fucking die, that I rode up on a bitch house. She was living with my boyfriend. I thought it was my boyfriend, but come to find out, he was with her for like eight years. I had been with him a year at the time, didn't find out about the girl till like nine months into it, and then was just like, wait, what? No, actually it was over a year into it I found out about her. And uh, we were friends for nine months. That's why I'm like, 
Time doesn't matter. I was friends with this dude for nine months. Like, used to see him, like, every week, go to lunch, go to dinner, hang out. We never touched each other for, like, nine months. Like, that was my homeboy. You would think that it would have came out that he was in a 10-year relationship, but it didn't. So um, when I found out, and then I found out that he was lying about the fact that, oh, because, you know, they always tell you, like, oh, I was going to leave, and, you know, we were having problems. You know, ladies, don't don't listen to that shit. That girl probably don't even know that they having problems, and she don't know what she's supposed to be doing. Because if she knew that he was getting ready to cheat, most women would tighten up. You know what I mean? And you ain't got to threaten a woman. You just got to come in with some different energy, and she know. My energy is completely infectious, so you're going to know. So unless you're so self-absorbed because you're doing what the fuck you're doing. So I end up, after a while, calling the girl's brother because I found, like, man, listen, it, it was crazy. It was it was crazy. And I ended up finding the brother because I couldn't find her because I wanted to come to her direct and just be like, yo, this is what happened. I didn't know about you. I'm sorry. You know, but tell your boyfriend to stop calling me because this is getting out of hand. Because I knew that was the only way he was going to leave me the fuck alone is if I told on him. And, um, dude, she and we had been on vacation. Like, if there was ever a person that you could have said, like, you didn't know that he had a girlfriend, it was this motherfucker. Like, he didn't come home. And, I, like, I don't even know, like, how it even happened. But it happened. And now, and once I started studying and I was like, oh, I could see how she may not have known or how it was easy because she never questioned him. He never got caught before, okay? So... I tells on him, me and the girl set him up and everything. Not that we was friends, but in that moment, it was like, yo, I'm crying, she crying, this is, you know, and they're not married, they don't have kids. Um, and what ends up happening is is she turns around, and the next day she's, like, telling me, like, to delete pictures off my page, you know, so he got, um, he got, uh, you know, in her head again, and the next thing you know, now she's, uh, I just got something in my email. I don't know what the, you know what. <laughs> I can't even, uh, I, I have to, like, this is funny. Um, I just got a DM real quick, and uh, I had to open it, and now I'm feeling away because, I can't listen to that because I'm being discreet right now, so I can't I can't open that right now. So I just think that um, <laughs> I just think that um, I shouldn't have done that. And the reason I shouldn't have done that, I'm talking about like I had like business cards all over their front lawn. I was like beeping the horn in front of their house, and then that was the first incident. And then like a week later, when I saw he kept lying. I just called her brother, me and her got on the phone, we cried everything, and the next day he got into her head, you know, and he's trying to fight me and, you know, all this other shit. And then it didn't, like, it just, it didn't do anything. What it actually did, I'm going to tell y'all ladies when y'all do this, and this is why, probably in about 95% of the cases, them girls ain't going to leave, especially when they know it's you. They only leave when it's a bum, ugly, funky bitch. That's the only time they leave. The only time they leave is when it's a bum-ass broad because then they're they're embarrassed. Then they're embarrassed. And once they're embarrassed, now they're like, fuck, I can't, you know what I'm saying, uh, I can't go back to this because I'm so embarrassed. So for me, she, I, you know, here I am. I had some weight on me because I was sick. I hadn't had my surgery yet. And I was like, okay. 
So she's looking at me in a certain way, and I'm older than her. So I'm like 13 years older than this girl, and she's, you know, and I just was like, damn, where was the sisterhood? There is no sisterhood, bitch. Now, you know, she's seen her direct competition. She's had a chance to get on Google. She's had a chance to get on social media. So now, from that moment on, she tightened the fuck up. They're still together to this day, from what I understand, okay? You win. You fucking win. And I want you girls to know that had I used proper discretion, there's a gang of people that said, had you not told on him, he was leaving anyway. And he didn't need to explain to her all the things that you explained to her, what he said was wrong, because we were friends, right? So when you're talking to me about your broad, I'm thinking you're talking like in past tense, because that's how you talked about her. You know, and I, I wish them well, but like I said, because of that situation, and then I was in pure hell for like two years. For two years, every time me and this bro like would get into it, then I gotta be out with my kid. Is it gonna be on site? Like what? Like I'm too old to be fucking up here arguing about somebody's boyfriend or fiance. I told the little girl I had the school. I said, listen, you ain't got no ring after this indiscretion. Go get you a ring. Go pick out whatever motherfucking ring you want because he gonna do it because he don't want to lose you. But also let's not keep let's keep in mind he didn't want to lose me either. So I'm going to just leave that right there. I'm going to be discreet at this moment. But what I'm saying is that if I could take that back and have now, that's why I said any dude I fuck with, I'm not telling your bitch nothing about you or me. I'm going to just bow the fuck out. Like if I have to find out like later on and and, and it's an issue, I'm not going to say shit to her. I'm going to say I don't know why the fuck my number was in your phone, your man's phone. I don't know. Now I'm going to address him about it later. But I'm not going to say shit to you because all I'm going to do is make it worse. And when you tell on these motherfuckers and when you post shit, you, you, you thwart your whatever type of relationship you were going to have. So if you was fucking with a dude and you was just trying to get some money and you was just trying to, you know what I'm saying, do your thing, you just thwarted everything by telling his bitch that you be in his DM, that he's in your DM. You men, you, you guys get out there and you get mad at these girls. There's a little case going on here where a dude posted a video. Well, I'm sorry. A girlfriend found a video of her dude getting a blowjob and fucking another girl. Mm. She posts the video. First of all, that's illegal. Second of all, it's embarrassing because her man's penis was not stellar at all. I seen it. And third of all, old girl did her thing. Like, she really rocked the mic. I was really impressed, you know. So what you're doing, men, when you allow these revenge porns to come out and you start posting videos of bitches doing this and bitches doing that, you're advertising for her, stupid. You don't think, listen, there's a little girl on the Internet right now sucking um, cucumbers. Beautiful girl. I mean, she's beautiful. I mean, I don't know that she's a whore, but she's beautiful, so she's sucking cucumbers. Every rapper that you could think of was like, yo, what's her handle? So you posting videos of her like that trying to embarrass her really as a backfire because you showcasing her work. you showcasing what the, what her mouth do. Now you're not going to be able to keep her because let one of these little rap stars grab her. Now it's a fucking rap. So the moral of the story is if you want to keep something, you keep it to your fucking self. I find that my relationships become infallible and unbreakable when it's just him and I just working on us. I really don't care about what you're doing outside of here, as long as you're not bringing me back no nutty buddies and you ain't bringing me back no infectious diseases, okay? Y'all know across the board I've never dated a married man because how do you date a motherfucking married man, you know? And that's just my thing. But if I, w- if I did, I didn't know. But number two, if I was to date a married man, then bitch, you already knew what time it was up front. These men ain't leaving their motherfucking wives. 
So if you're going to be in the situation and allow him to get something from you, then you need to be getting something from him. I don't give a fuck what it is, okay? Nothing is free. So silence costs money. And a lot of y'all, and, and then here's the flip side, a lot of y'all are being discreet for motherfuckers that don't pay. I'm not telling you be a prostitute. I'm just telling you manage your pussy and your time a little bit better. If a motherfucker can't, you know, drop something on, on your house and he know that you're living in $13 rent, you shouldn't be fucking him. You shouldn't be bringing motherfuckers to your house. I don't bring people to my house. My son live here. Like, I, I don't do that. And that, that agitates a lot of men because they're like, oh, you don't trust me? Actually, no, the fuck I don't. Because if I can't come, and that's another thing, if you can't go to their house, they can't come to yours. Y'all, y'all really need to get y'all an auntie or a cousin or talk to your mama about how this game go. It's not to be sold or told, and I'm wrong for even doing this show right now, but some of y'all are talking yourself out of blessings. <laughs> some of y'all are talking yourselves and photographing yourself out of blessings, right? You think a dude want to log on to the Internet and see, like, the inside of his house on the Internet? He don't. He don't. I respect Lori Harvey for what she did because, you know, she comes from two of the greatest. I mean, Marjorie Harvey, I can't wait for her to write a book, and I don't want to hear nothing about her couture lifestyle. I just want to hear about how you was pimping these niggas. Because at the end of the day, Lori Harvey did not post Future on her page. Not until the very end. They was way in a relationship. Everybody knew they was together. Everybody else was posting them. She wasn't posting it. The minute that she posted a picture finally of them together, it was like Future was like, the third baby mama, and literally, like, just started going crazy, like, posting pictures of her because they had a conversation. Bitch, don't post me. While you out here being Tatiana, don't fucking post me. I told you I had one dude that actually posted me the one down in Texas. I was like, take that motherfucking picture down. Bitch, don't don't be posting pictures of me, like, you know, on some off-guard type shit when we in the house cleaning for the day just because somebody was rocking my zero fucks gear and you want to be associated now. I don't want to fucking be associated with you yet, bitch. We ain't strong enough yet. I don't want to be I, I, from your feet, huh, babe? Okay. I don't want to be associated with somebody that feels the need to brag about me. Brag about me later on when we solid. So part of discretion is knowing when you're solid. Don't go posting pictures and you know, I'll post text messages like snaps of text messages after the relationship is over because y'all will be sitting up here believing these dudes and everything that they tell you, and I'm like, no, that motherfucker was really in love with my entire energy and aura. He would have literally ate Skittles out of my booty one by one, and y'all, that's what he told you? Okay, so the only time I post is when I'm over a relationship and when y'all, I'm trying to prove a point because this motherfucker said, that he ain't give a fuck about me. That's not what you said on March 9th, 2017, bitch. So if we could get back to the art of discretion, I think that everybody would get what they want out of these pseudo-relationships. And I say pseudo because I shouldn't have to tell somebody, yo, don't post fucking pictures of me on your page. I don't like that. We're not married. And I told y'all this years ago. I said, after that last embarrassment, I said, oh, no. I said, you'll get a hand. You might get a foot. You might even get an eyelash, bitch. You might get his head with, like, a pillow over the top of it, maybe a leg. But you're definitely not going to get the full picture. I'm going to probably be married for two years before I even posted I was married for two years. Because I find that couples that keep their information and their business off the Internet, those are the couples that actually last the longest. Like, I told you, I love Melody Ashani. So she has these new Jordans and all this other stuff coming out. She's got a uh, shop over there near Melrose, but it's on Fairfax. 
and I went in there did a little did a little damage when I was out in L.A. last week, and I had no idea that she was dating Flea, the lead uh, guitarist for Red Hot Chili Peppers. Now, this might not be a big deal to you, but it's a big deal to me because it's a cultural thing. This is like, you know, for the culture from the 90s. And they got married, like, like I think a month ago. I didn't even know them motherfuckers together. That's how the fuck you do it. That's how you do it. I'm not into the Hollywood shit. I don't need to tell nobody. I know what's going on between me and somebody else. And if you feel like you want to come and tell me about mine because you know that I'm dealing with the person, I'm going to listen. I'm going to definitely listen because you know what? You might know something that I don't know. But 90% of the time, by the time I get the nigga that you had, he not doing that shit no more because he know I'll knock his motherfucking head in between the washer and dryer. Where the lint be at? Because I don't play that. You know what I mean? But I'm never going to, like, stop fucking with somebody just because you said you fucked with them. But uh, another thing, ladies, I told you all before, you have to start judging men by the company they keep, too. You know, and it ain't just about strippers. These strippers be cute. They do their job. You know, I'm not, you know, I don't judge. I like the strip club. Take me. But what I'm saying is is that if that's what he likes, then you know that an intellectual conversation is probably not something that he wants to have with you. That's not that's not why he's here. He's here to see your booty clap. So everybody just needs to do their job and play their role, okay? So with that being said, y'all, I'm going to end the show. I know some of y'all going to be mad because y'all think that I'm telling you to motherfucking be out here you know, fucking creeping and shit. I'm not telling you to creep. I'm telling your ass that if you would just go sit the fuck down somewhere and let somebody love on you sometime, then maybe you could get the things that you wanted instead of him having to feel uncomfortable and being on display. Love is not for display. Love is between two people. Don't let the devil tell you different.
Different traps I was getting mail from. Polk County, Jacksonville, Rick Melbourne. Whole click appetite, dead take worms. Spin and Teddy Pendergrass, final as my shape burns. I shed a tear before the night's over. God bless the man, I put the sights over. Getting Tupac money twice over. Still a real nigga, red coochie sweater, dice roller. I'm making love to the angel of death. Catching feelings, never stumble, retracing my steps. 